Hi, I'm Gordon. And I'm Fiona. We're from Gate Church International in Dundee, Scotland, and we'd like to welcome you to this week's podcast. Our goal here is growing people to bring Christ into our communities and to see you get connected with God as people and as purpose. We hope this message inspires you in your faith journey. Thank you. Good morning, Gate Church International. Good morning. We miss you guys being here, but we're so glad you're here with us online. I know. Who would ever have had thought that, you know, when we set out, when the Lord placed on our hearts that we'd be one church in many locations, that we'd be broadcasting here this morning with so many people in different homes, different places. We don't know where everyone is, but if you can type in where you're watching from, that'd be really helpful. Uh, That would be really good. So this morning... Uh, we're going to do something. We're going to preach just in a moment or two. Fiona's got a great word that the Spirit of God has placed on our heart. Uh, but I want to go through some strategic stuff that we're doing as a church just before we get to that. And at the end of the sermon as well, we're going to take communion uh, as a church. So we want to invite you at the end uh, yeah. to join us as we break bread yeah. and uh, have wine together. So I just want to go over five key areas just briefly as a church that we're, we're, we're trying to be strategic in. Number one is we are now a church online. How long that will last for, who, who knows? knows? We don't know, but we're doing it intentionally. Yeah. And we've had a set of, te- we've had a team who've worked tirelessly mm-hmm. behind the scenes, just setting uh, all the cameras, all the lights, all the sound, all the podcast stuff, uh, which has been absolutely brilliant. So we're yeah. church online. So number one, Sunday service, 11 o'clock every Sunday will be online yeah. and that will be recorded and broadcasted afterwards. Number two, small groups will be online, uh, and that's to keep regular connection. And this is going to be the key to the church. The key to connection is the small groups, because we know that every small group leader is doing a phenomenal job Mm -hmm. at connecting with people. But we're really looking, some small group leaders are texting every day. Some are having an online chat every day, just for a few minutes, just to pray with people, which is huge. Mm -hmm. Uh, but that's really the point of connection. If you're not in a small group, we want to invite you. Just just get connected with some people and say, can I, can I get in? And we'll just be texting, we'll be phoning, we'll be doing small groups online during the week uh, through various groups that we're going to help help people set up, which will be key. Kids' kids work will be online. Youth will be online. Young adults will be online. Uh, so we're basically everything is online. We've gone digital. Uh, so we're in a transition season, but... It's actually a really exciting pioneering is, season. Yeah. We just feel like God's given us a moment, a, an opportunity to break through on this stuff. Let's take the moment, church. Let's do this and let's engage. Let's stay connected, be connected and encourage. Let's be the Barnabases that build one another up. Sure. Number two is we're going to do prayer online. Every morning I've been doing a Facebook live 7 a.m. Lord, help me wake up in the mornings. Uh, just, just to broadcast, just to pray for people uh, so people are encouraged and blessed. There's such a current and tied, and it's like a tsunami of fear that's trying to, that's trying to take us out, that's bigger than the virus itself. But, but, but let's be encouraged. So prayer online happening every day. Number three is pastoral support, primarily through the small groups. But if you need any support, need any prayer, just, just phone us, engage us on Facebook, speak to the pastoral team, speak yeah. to the small group leaders, just engage, just say, I need some help. I'm, I'm feeling fearful. We want to encourage you. We want to bless you. Number four is practical support. We've got a whole bunch of folk who are willing to bring soup, uh, meals, various things to people's doors. Also, if you need help, just say, I need help. Yeah. And we can help someone bring shopping to your home. We, we want to be practical 
in this time in the season. And number five is you want to give at least a weekly up a weekly update by email. It might be more often, but we want to do that weekly just to update you on what's happening with the broadcasts, mm -hmm. uh, the social media, uh, etc. So that's that's where we're at. So let's just pray just before Fiona yeah. brings the word. Heavenly Father, I thank you for every single person that's watching this today. We thank you, Holy Spirit, that you are the one who engages our minds, engages our hearts. Yeah. And we pray this morning as the word is brought, mm -hmm. that you would open us up. Holy Spirit, that you would bring your word. That word would be like a seed that goes not just into our intellect, yeah. uh, but a word that goes into our hearts and our guts as well. And we be, we'd be able to walk out this word uh, in the coming week, the coming season. Just give grace us with a heart to hear. Mm -hmm. And Grace Fiona now, as she preaches your word uh, and, and helps us. And at the end, Lord, help us break bread and pray with one another at the end. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Holy Spirit, we welcome you into this place. Mm. We welcome you into our homes, into our hearts. Help us, O oh God, to lean in to who you are this day. We ask, O oh God, that you would open up our spiritual ears. Father, I ask, God, your anointing would be upon every home here mm. represented. Father, we thank you, God, that you're not ever limited to a church building or a theatre. Yes. For, Father, you live and dwell within every one of us. And we ask, O oh God, that you would have your way and that we would have time where we connect with you, where we connect with one another round about us, but also connect with our gate church family. We ask in the precious name of Jesus. Amen. 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 Can I just say, church, I so miss you. I so miss walking in on a Sunday morning and seeing people. I so miss all the questions I get. I even miss the complaints that I receive about <laughs> the coffee we've been serving. So I just want to say thank you for tuning in. Thank you for still connecting with us. We miss you. And one day we're going to meet up again. See yeah. all this self-isolation business? It is annoying the life out of me. But I know we have to obey what the government guidelines are asking of us. But seriously, this whole invisible enemy i don't know about you but that during it during this week it actually scared the life out of me at one point and i want to talk to you today mm. on how i've had to deal with my inner fears i mean mm. how many issues have we had to deal with this week that we've never had to deal with before yes. i mean whoever has had troubles actually buying toilet roll who's ever had to <laughs> think about we may need to ration our toilet roll here Who's had to think about, do we have enough food in the house in case we all are on lockdown? There's so many things that we've had to face in this last week that you or nor I have ever had to face before. So for all these questions that have been coming up, my confession is, as a pastor is I've had to fight fear, I've had to fight anxiety in the way that I have never had to fight before. So although we're every, every day listening to the advice, I know my kids have been coming home from school every day saying, Mom, I'm not too sure whether school's going to go ahead. Obviously, yesterday, which was today, we're on Friday. Yesterday, we found out all the schools were being shut. So that means our exam's going to happen. Our exam's are going to go ahead. So as a parent, I have been trying to w work with my kids as that it's okay. God's in control. I don't know what's going to happen. You don't know what's going to happen. But God knows what's going to happen. I think a lot of the questions that we've been asking ourselves is this, God, what the heck is going on? And, mm. and what do we do? Yeah. That is a question I think all of us are actually asking here. I tell you one thing, though, is I know that all that can be shaken is being shaken. And how do we deal with this is we need to have unshakable faith. 
Yes. I don't know about you, but there's times where I just feel like, God, where is my faith? Because I want to feel like things are settled. I want to feel like things are, are, are okay, are normal. So for us all dealing with this abnormal time, an invisible enemy of this virus, we need to learn how to put our trust more and more in God. And one story in the Bible that really stood out for me was this. And it was actually this afternoon when God spoke to me. The Israelites, when they were being led through the desert, God actually used a pillar of cloud in the heat of the day. Now, a, a cloud is actually cold. God used what was cold in the heat of the day. God used then at night a pillar of fire, which was heat in the cold of the night, to lead the people through where they didn't know the, where they were going. Do you know what that says to me? Is God is not ruled. Let me get this right, what I actually wrote here. God works and leads us in the complete opposite way that the world is going. Because he isn't bound by what the world says. So in light of what I've just said, for all that we're facing, which is fear, the fear of what happens if the virus gets you, the fear of death, the fear of our finances could go down here because we don't know what's going on with the, our economy. It's, are we going to have a job tomorrow? Are you going to have a job tomorrow? Are things going to keep going? All these questions, mm. honestly, can grip your mind, my mind. Now, God is saying, if what the world is saying, there's fear, there is death, there is doubt, there's a, a blockage of finances, then if God works in the complete opposite, remember he brought heat in the night and he brought cold during the heat of the day, then that means the opposite is true. Where God leads us, where the world says there's going to be death, God says there's going to be life. Come on. Where, God, where the world says there's going to be a, a pull down of finances, God is saying there's going to be a multiplication of, of your Come wealth. On. Where, where the world is saying you're going to live in isolation, God is, going to, is saying no, you're going to be living in communion. Come you're on. going to be living in community. You're going to be living where you can gather together. Where the world is saying, hey, we're going to shut the church down. Do you know what God is saying? God is saying there's multiple locations coming for the Come Gay on. Church International. Good. Good. Do you know, I feel the anointing as a spirit? Yeah, right. feel it as feel well. Feel the anointing. Wherever Sense you are just now, God. ask God, let me feel your anointing. Mm. Because more than ever, we need God to lead us mm. through this season. Mm. So I want us to take heart. When we look at the Bible, there's so many people who actually have faced challenges to go to places where they had never been before. Now, you and me, we are being asked to walk through a season of time where we have never been before. That sounds a bit like Star Trek, doesn't it? To go to places where you've never, where we've never, been, where before. never yeah. been before. I am no Star Trek fan, please believe me. But the Israelites, they had to face 10 plagues. Could you imagine bringing up your kids where there's all these 10 plagues that you had to battle? They had to leave their homes, they had to leave their community, they had to leave their culture, they had to leave what they knew, they had to fight these plagues. And Moses is saying, this way, guys, this wow. is the way we're going. I don't know about you, but I would have felt like, Moses, are you sure? Have yeah. you heard from God? Do you know what God's actually saying? But they were created for such a time to actually be led through the wilderness. Then there was Esther. Esther went from a wee working class lass to becoming a queen. And she was created for such a time where she would actually save the people of God at that time. Then there was David. He went from a shepherd king. He went from, from a shepherd to being a king. Now, he actually had to fight for his own life. Meanwhile, from his father-in-law, from the armies that pursued him. But he was born for such a time 
when God was going to make him a king in the nation. Then there was actually Joseph. He went from being a favored son to being sold off to be in the slave trade. He went from the, he went from the pit to the prison to being promoted to the palace. Why? Because God had created him for such a time to so lead the people of God in their foods, in their finances. He made such a difference in their economy. Mm. You and I are created for such a time that we will get through this period of time. Come on, God is good, with us. so good. For all of them, they faced horrific circumstances. And I'm quite sure if we were to speak to them face to face today, what would they say with their great hindsight? They would just say, trust God. We may not know what's going on in the season mm. round about us. We may want to change things. We may want to control things and do things differently. But we need to be able to trust God and knowing that he has got a plan. Just stick with God's plan. And there's one guy I want to really focus on um, who took a path that he'd never been on before. Now, you and I are navigating our families through a path that we've never actually been on before. And I want to talk about Joshua. Joshua, at the moment in time, we were just about to meet him. The background is his mentor, his leader, Moses, had not long died. And Joshua and all his crew, his boys, his lads, they'd all been told over and over again, be strong, be courageous, don't fear, don't worry, I'm with you. Now, I don't know about you, but if I was told over and over again, several times, I want you to be strong, mm. I want you to be courageous, I don't want you to be fearful, my question would be, well, what should I be scared of? <laughs> if God is telling us over and over, be careful, remember I'm with you, be strong, trust in God, we all have that same question. Now, don't become self-righteous with me that you would have your act together and you, you wouldn't ask such a question. <laughs> You're probably just as real as me. I would be saying, God, what the heck? Mm. is ahead because I'm actually asking that question now God what a heck what the heck is ahead of us where am I leading my family into where are we going but in you God we trust because I know that you have my family this church the families of this church represented you have us covered mm. you have us under your protection there's a hedge of protection all around us so this is what was said to Joshua in Deuteronomy 31 6 he said, be strong, be courageous. Don't be afraid. Don't panic. <laughs> For the Lord your God will personally go ahead of you and he'll neither fail nor abandon you. So keeping in this, this in mind, here was Joshua with his being the main man. His mentor was gone. He'd gone heavenwards. But he did have his buddy Caleb right there with him who was on the same journey. And here's a point I want you to, to keep a, a check in is we need to look to see who we are journeying with in this season. Do they have the same levels of faith as us? Like I'm telling you here today, trust God. Yeah. Trust God good. with your finances. Trust God with your family. Mm. I, I don't know when the schools are going to go back. They're now saying it could be September. I don't know how long you've got to work in isolation for. Mm. I, I don't know how long we're going to be um, bound in the home for. But I do know this. And there's freedom in Christ, isn't there? Absolutely. So let's look at this story. Joshua and his boys being commissioned. <laughs> Don't fear. Be courageous. So the, here they were. They spent three days camping out at a river. 
And then they started to gear up the people. Remember there was about a million of them. They started to gear up the people and they were saying, guys, we're going to be crossing over this land. We're going to be crossing over this river. None of them knew exactly what was ahead of them. All they knew was, don't be afraid. Don't be scared. I'm going to go ahead of you. I'm not going to leave you. Just trust in me. So Joshua 3, and I want to pick up the story from Joshua 3. Joshua 3, verse 3 to 4. And this is key. Lean into this one. When you see the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord your God and the Levitical priests carrying it, you are to move out from your positions and follow it. Then you will know what way to go, since really you haven't got a scooby and you've never <laughs> been this way before. Okay, I think that was a bit the Fiona version there. But how did they know what way to go? How did they know? Do you know the key is actually in that scripture? And this is the answer. Joshua said to them this in verse 3, when you see the Ark of the Covenant. Now, the Ark of the Covenant in the Old Testament represented the presence of God. Wow. Today, we have the Holy Spirit. Why do we have the Holy Spirit? Because Jesus died 2,000 years ago. He died, he rose again, and then 50 days later after he ascended, the day of Pentecost came mm. and the Holy Spirit came down. The reason why the Holy Spirit was there was so that me and you, that we could relate and connect with God our Father. You see, when Jesus died, he cut us off from the power of sin and from isolation from our Heavenly Father. This, in this period, you are not isolated from your Heavenly Father. We have the Holy Spirit. I want you to see that the mm. Holy Spirit is all around you. The Holy Spirit lives in us. Now, when it says you, to see the Holy Spirit, my title of this talk is Wise Up in the Midst Of. Wise Up in the Midst Of. How do we wise up in the midst of? We have to see in the spiritual. How do you see in the spiritual? You get into the word of God. You start to, if you're filled with the spirit, start to pray in tongues. Every day, take a moment where you just pray in tongues. Mm. When we pray in tongues, it actually releases the Holy Spirit. It releases the presence of the Holy Spirit round about us. When we pray in tongues, it gives us answers that we would never have naturally found ourselves. The Holy Spirit will lead you and guide you in all things. Do you know, I truly believe that for all that we're going through right now, it is actually a precursor to a spiritual awakening that will be happening across our land. The revival is going to be in the healing sector. Remember what I said about how God works in the opposite of what the world is actually doing. The Israelites, they were led by the cold of the, the, the cloud and the heat of the day. They were led by the heat of the fire in the cold of the night. I've got that the right way around. You do. I I did make that the right way around. You see, God leads in the opposite of what's going on in this world. So based on that, God is leading your finances into prosperity. Based on that, God is leading your health to be well and not to be pulled down, to be pulled down by this virus. We need to see what God is doing in our midst and what the world is saying. It is completely different things. We need to wise up and we need to see in the spiritual. The second thing Joshua told them to do was he said, move out from your position. From verse 3, see and move out from your position. We need to see the presence of the Lord, see the covenant of the ark. We need to move out from our position. 
do it what they were he was saying to them i want you to move out of your place of safety i want you to move out from what you know to be the norm mm -hmm. joe god was saying to me in this fiona i want you to move out from your position of fear because fear was grasping me this week anxiety was grasping me this week because i wasn't seeing a solution I'm the sort of person mm. that's, I want to look ahead and I want to see a solution. I want to know what way I'm going. But God is saying this scripture, I want to see God in your midst. I want you to move out from your position of fear. I want you to leave your anxiety behind. And this is the third thing he said, was he, the commandment from Joshua. He said, I want you to move out from your positions and follow it. Mm. What are we following? The presence of God. Mm. What are we following? The truth of the Word of God. The Holy Spirit, this is the scripture I want to take you to in John 16. It says, But when He, the Spirit of truth, comes, He will guide you in all truth. For He won't speak on His own authority, but He will speak whatever He hears and will tell you what's to come. The Holy Spirit will tell you what's to come. You see, we just need a light to our path and a lamp into our feet. We don't need to know exactly what's going to happen next year, but we mm. do need to know what's going to happen in the here and now. And how do we know that? We trust mm. God. So good. He so will good. lead us. He yeah. will guide us. He will be your provider. He will be your comforter. When you're going into your work, if, if you're able to go into your work, the Holy Spirit will go, go with you. He will fight for you. If you're stuck at home with, uh, with all these young kids, the Holy Spirit will give you peace. He will give the ability to teach your children in the way that you weren't ever having to teach your kids before. If you're living with teenagers, God will give you the grace to put up with their mess. If you're living with a grumpy partner, not that I am, not, I'm, not that I'm living, <laughs> God will give you the grace to deal with whatever it is that you are dealing with. Come on. Because we good. have a completely new norm in this season. It's good. So we're going to see in the spiritual, we're going to move out of our positions of the unknown, our positions of comfort, mm. into a position of what I don't know. We're going to follow the presence of God. And then fourthly, it says this, then you will know which way to go. Since you've never been this way before. <laughs> we've never been this way before of the coronavirus. We've never been, we've never been a generation of people that's had to live with the threat of fear mm. and death all around us. I know that people during the wartime did, but since peacetime, we have never had to live through such a season of True. fear. True. Fear in the media, mm. fear in the schools, fear, you, you just can't, you can't touch anything. You, you, you're not meant to be close to one another. I mean, they're telling us now we've got to have sort of broomstick width away from each other. I've never felt so isolated. And this is why I'm asking you as a church, God's people, don't be isolated. Connect with one another, but more than anything, connect with your heavenly Father. Mm. Second Corinthians 14 says this. Sorry, Second Corinthians 4, verse 18. So we don't look at the troubles we can see now, but rather fix your gaze on things that cannot be seen. For the things we see now, they'll soon be gone. The things we're seeing now, they're gonna soon be gone. But the things we can't see, they're gonna last forever. During this time of self-isolation, of lockdown, of the church building being shut, 
of not being able to meet with your small groups, of not being able to go and visit friends and families, of, of feeling like you're contained in your home. Can I ask something of you? Will you develop a corona habit? Will you develop a corona habit? And this is the habit I want you to, to do. See the time that you would have taken traveling to work, the time you would have taken taking your kids to school, or the time you would have taken go, going to university, will you take that time and actually go meditate on some scripture? Get that truth good. into you. Because we need to be able to go against what the world's saying. Not, not the guidelines, stick with what the government has given us with our guidelines, but we need to go against the fear of the world it's by good. building ourselves so up true. in the truth of the word of God. Mm. We need to go against all the negativity of the world mm. of you can't touch, you better be worried about your finances, you better be worried about your health, you better be worried about the older people, oh, and you might as well include the babies. And now I think it's come down to age 45. Well, I, I, I'm, I'm in that category. I don't want to be caught by the fear of the world. I want to be caught by the truth of what the scripture says. Mm. Remember, we're going to go in the opposite. There's going to be death. No, God saves us, there's life. We need to go in the opposite of what the world is saying. So that's my corona habit, is getting to the truth of the word of God. Start to meditate on God's word daily. See all that time that you've now got on your hands? Use it wisely. Get into the Word of God. Get scripture on, on, on your iPad or on your phone. Get worship playing. We need to build up our spirits. Mm. And this is something else. Deuteronomy 30 says this. Today I've given you a choice between life and death. <sighs> between blessings and cursing. Now, I call on heaven and earth to witness the choice that you make. So it is a choice that we're going to make. Oh, that you would choose life so that you and your descendants might live you can make this choice by loving the lord your god obeying him and committing yourself firmly to him and this is the key to your life that, that's what the scripture says deuteronomy 30 verse 19 so we're going to choose life today we're going to choose to love god we're going to choose to see in the spiritual we're going to choose to move out of fearful places. We're going to choose to follow after his presence. We're going to choose that we are going to go through this period, even though we've never been through this period before, knowing that God is with us, he is for Amen. us, he it's will good. never leave us, so nor good. will he forsake us. That's true. Now, we know which way we're going, is we're going to keep on following God, and we're going to navigate through this season together. <laughs>